What's up, everybody? You're listening to Back to the Feature. This is the podcast where we talk about films and entertainment. My name is Joseph. And I'm Edward. And today we have a very special guest, Mr. Independent Filmmaker, Mr. Uh, Jeffrey Garcia. Hello. So, Edward, uh, tell us how this came to fruition. Uh, well, his uncle, which I worked with at Thermon, uh, your Uncle Richard, he had he knew that we had a podcast. And he was like, hey, my nephew does uh, movies. And like I was explaining one time on the podcast, I was like, you know, I, I hear a nephew and I'm thinking like a little kid. So I'm like, oh, okay. And then uh, I think he sent us your YouTube page and I sent it to Joseph and Joseph checked out your videos and he's like, man, dude, this stuff is like weird. Like, I don't even know what to think. And I didn't, I didn't even watch it until like, um, we're going to have you on. And then that's when I was like, oh, wow. So, uh, that's that, but I'm glad cause you know, like I, I think you are very talented Thanks. and, uh, yeah, I can't wait to start like picking his mind. Chill, chill, chill. You're already sucking his dick. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, it was an X-rated podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can say whatever you want. Nice. Pussy no. lips. All right, cool. <laughs> Which is my nickname, by the way. <laughs> I don't know why. No, um, yeah. So remember earlier when I was like, oh, yeah, I have this cool story. It's not that cool. Yeah, like, I don't know. Was it a, a co- maybe a year ago or, or whatever? Um, Edward sent me your video or your movie, Terrence. A year ago, I think was it a year ago? I, might, I don't think it was a year ago. I think it was probably earlier. Early okay, I don't remember. It was a while. It wasn't it's, that. Long it's been ago. a long time though. Okay, yeah. yeah. So he uh, sent me um, that your your movie Terrence to watch, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I watched it, and I was like, "What the fuck did I just see? It was good. Like I was like, uh-huh. this is good, and and you have talent, but it was just so out there, <laughs> you know, just yeah. like." It, it was it was just it was different you know i hadn't seen anything like it but it, but i enjoyed it very much so well, just thank wanted you. to say that but i did meet the guy from uh from from terrence the other day did yeah he, tell he you? messaged me he was like there's some guy that uh ran into me yeah at, at, at h-e-b the, or mm-hmm. something yeah he was he was coming out of h-e-b and i just saw him while i was walking in i was like excuse me and he turned around i was like he's like yes i was like do you know do you know jeffrey garcia and he's like he had this big old grin. He's like, yeah, I know him. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to interview him. He's like, he's a crazy guy. And I was like, what's your name? He, and then it's uh, Ferdley, right? Furley. Furley. Oh, Furley. I, I thought it was Ferdley. Somebody doesn't watch the credits. <laughs> <laughs> well, or Three's me. Company. All right. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to talk to him. And he's like, all right. And then he just like, walked off eating whatever he bought. <laughs> yeah, that's Furley, man. He's uh, Well, yeah, he's the main character in Terrence. He's in a lot of my other stuff. Yeah, uh, you collaborate with him a lot, right? Yeah, yeah I loved uh, Furley. I almost called him Terrence. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty bold, man. He doesn't give a fuck, huh? He's... No, not at all. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's that's always that's awesome. That's like good mm-hmm. to find somebody like that who's just like willing to put themselves out there. And... Yeah, that's like most of the people in my films. It's pretty mm-hmm. wild that they're like, you know, get them to do all these sorts of things and not mm-hmm. pay them, you know? Right. Because <laughs> they believe in the art, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's one thing I want to add. Do you want to just start jumping into questions? Mm-hmm. All right. Where did you get your actors? Are y'all friends? Did y'all meet on the internet? How, how did all that come about? Uh, basically, uh, I'm just uh, friends with uh, artists and musicians, and they mm-hmm. have friends, and then, you know, I'll collaborate with one person, and then their friends see it, and then it kind of spreads, and then all these people want to be in it, and then mm-hmm. sometimes I get asked to be, uh, sometimes people ask me to be in them. Mm-hmm. Or I meet them somewhere, anywhere, just a random person, and I like their personality so much, and I end up writing them as a character, and then I ask them. Oh. Or I ask them before I start writing, because I don't want to you know, put all this effort in one character. And right. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'll meet someone, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Look. And then if I'm thinking of a new story for a new film, and then they just kind of click, and then I'll send them a Facebook message or Instagram DM, or I'll see them in person or text or whatever. 
Well, I mean, I would have to get their number first before I text. But anywho, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So it, it's pretty wild. It's just mostly like friends of friends of friends of. It's basically the entire art scene in town and just random locals. It's literally like every person in San Marcos is in these films in a way. Mm-hmm. Are so um, off off of that? Are a lot of them actors? Or are they aspiring actors? Or are they just in, they're they're just like I just want to be in a video. This is badass. Um. For the most part, it's the last one that you mentioned. Uh, I mean, most of my actors uh, are, it's their first time acting. Um, and they're, okay, so <laughs> my buddy Conway, he's in, his name's Justin Conway. He's in a lot of my films. And uh, I did another interview where I said, yeah, no one's professional except this one actress. And he's like, hey, man. I was in a school play for Greece, so you better tell them that next time you get asked that for any other interview. <laughs> and so, yeah, there's uh, basically like two actors that I've ever had any other experience. Although Furley, uh, mm-hmm. when he was a teenager, he was in a independent film that mm-hmm. never finished um, in Houston, and he was uh, co-starring with the Ghetto Boys. I don't know if y'all oh. know that rap group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they shot for about a month or a couple days or something like that, and then the director just like disappeared. And wow. so no one knows what happened to that footage, but... Uh, I forgot what it was called, but basically he played a guy that um, is like a wimpy nerd. Mm-hmm. And this was him like at 19, so he was really thin. And uh, he's trying to get big, and then there's a scene where they give him steroids in his ass or something. And so, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it was pretty – I didn't know about that until like years after him and I have already collaborated. He just brought it up one day. It was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that is pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I just want to take it back a couple steps. And so um, what – started you on this journey in into film and like you know i guess mm-hmm. like you know you can go as far back as you want but when did you when did your in- interest peak in the art and then when did you decide to pursue it i know it's a two-part question but um okay so well i've i grew up uh just watching television mm-hmm. uh and movies religiously uh drawing a lot um Oh, so you're kind of like inclined towards art? Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. So, um, I mean, I didn't start taking it seriously till middle school. Okay. So, I mean, I'd always like I, when I was in uh, like around eight or eight years old, mm-hmm. uh, eight or nine, uh, I had this entire animated series mapped out that I wanted it to be like. This is how uh, autistic I thought about this uh, show. It was called Life with Mike. It was going to be rated TVY seven. And it was going to go on for a few seasons, and there was going to be a movie. And then I had every single episode mapped out. I had all the side characters, I had all the main characters. There's Mike, Alejandro, Johnny, Principal Cuball, all these people. And I even drew the DVD covers for the fake seasons if they were ever released. And then there was the movie version. And on the movie version, I was nine years old writing the script for that. And the movie version was that there was a comic book that was sacred or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and you know, it's about a kid, right. so it's a kid show. And he's trying to find it, and so he goes and journeys throughout everywhere and ends up in all this other stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I drew a lot of drawings of it and everything, and then uh, I lost all the drawings. And yeah, so that was, I mean, I've just been, originally I was going to be an animator. That was like my main goal, to be cartoons, and that was like my main cartoon, and you know, did a lot of comic books and shit. So I've always been interested in this stuff. Storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy, dude, that you were that young, and you already had like a DVD version drawn out. Yeah, what was was the show called? It was called Life with Mike. Life with Mm -hmm. Mike. Hopefully someday when I'm older. That's like my main goal is to get that childhood. Fuck yeah, dude. I want to see it. (laughs) Now I'm just like, if you put that much time and effort as a kid. Yeah, man. (laughs) This this show is a smash on YouTube kids. It's all, look at this other stuff on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) It's all not. (laughs) No, but uh, speaking of YouTube, 
I, I was going through all your videos. Mm -hmm. I went to your very, very first one. One of them you can't watch, or at least I can't watch. It's like, I think the media was like copyrighted or something. There's a lot of, I got a lot of copyright strikes on my YouTube. I mm -hmm. privated a lot of videos. There was originally, so I had a video, it's not on there. Mm -hmm. It was very close to a million views. Oh, and wow. Yeah, so amongst that, I mean, I guess nowadays it's not. <laughs> but, uh yeah, I got I got a shitload of videos on private, especially mm -hmm. like I made about forty something in two thousand nine, two thousand ten. I think about twenty or thirty. What well, and sorry, what were those videos like? Skits or? Uh, they're mostly skits, experiments. Cause I, you know, I got a camera. So I got my first camera when I was like fourteen, fifteen. Mm -hmm. And what was it? Uh, it was a Sony Handycam. Oh, okay. I yeah. really cheap. No, no, wait, camcorder, no, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Oh wait, JVC. Sorry. Gotcha. Uh, and I would edit on Movie Maker because that's all I had. It was free. It was on the computer. Yeah. yeah. And it sucked because I had to constantly uh, re like I, I had to constantly export the video, and then because there was no only one track for video, one track for audio. Oh. Okay. So in order to put anything you know going on in there, I had to mm -hmm. re publish it and post it re back and mm -hmm. you know just do it. It's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. Not not compared very, compared to nowadays. Yeah, you know you can do like ten tracks on Adobe Premiere, probably Fucking even more. Shoot it on your phone and then just edit it on there and it's, upload it. It's all yeah, very dated technology right. that I was working with, but it was kind of I guess in a way helpful. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, what was the question? I totally forgot where I was going. Uh, oh, you were talking about the the, what the type of videos that you had. Oh yeah, so there were skits, um, experiments with just filming shit, uh, mm -hmm. music videos. Well, they're like fake music videos. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it was mostly skits. So when I first started YouTube, the first year, I was like, okay, oh, cool, YouTube, this is this new thing. All right, I'm going to be a big YouTube guy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. After about a year, I'm like, this fucking sucks. I'm just going to make <laughs> what I want to make and yeah. not try to do... Because this was the time when like Fred and Smosh and all those people were big, and they were uploading like once a week. And uh, I was trying to get in on that, but it was just not working out. Right. Mm -hmm. And so my 2010 is when I really started to bloom and blossom as a artist or whatever the hell mm -hmm. and really kind of go in there and make whatever the hell and really expand and not confine to any like five minute video that has to be marketed for like an audience or anything it was just whatever the fuck mm -hmm. and yeah. so yeah just okay. just real quick do you mm -hmm. do you uh feel weird about calling yourself an artist are you cool with it no okay so um I, okay, I really hate that my website is Jeffrey Garcia Artist because it was called that originally mm -hmm. years ago when I made it because I was doing paintings and drawings and literally everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I believe it was our, Jeffrey Garcia was already taken because that's the guy who voices Sheen on Jimmy Neutron or something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Oh, okay. So I was like, fuck, artist, I guess, because you know, I have paintings and shit and you got to yeah. make business cards. You got to you know sell yourself around. Mm -hmm. And yeah, but uh, I don't know. Since I've been drawing and making shit constantly since I was like a basically since i was born right yeah. uh no i don't feel too bad i mean there is some sort of like mm, you know when right. someone says artist yeah and i definitely felt that when i said it right there but uh you know it was more just like that's kind of been always my thing i was mm -hmm. always the kid that drew the best in class mm -hmm. so you know i was always get like oh best artist award in fourth grade and whatever yeah. so it just felt natural to me for that uh, the word itself yeah and so i don't feel too weird saying that y you shouldn't i consider you an artist <laughs> well mm -hmm. thank you yeah. I, I definitely want to yeah. change the website url to just jeffreygarcia.com because mm -hmm. If I'm if it's called Jeffrey Garcia artist and it's just movies, then that I'm being kind of a dickhead. So right. you know, somebody might be like, "This guy's so pretentious." Yeah, <laughs> I'm an artiste. Uh, movie uh, recorder has been stopped uh, on high school. <laughs> How much did we get? Oh yeah, we got ten minutes. Yeah, that's now. fine. But um, I was gonna say the very first video that you can watch on your YouTube page is one where you're uh, singing to Michael Jackson. 
Yeah. Right. And and I was telling Joseph the story. I was like, I was watching it. And I was like, well, I want to watch, you know, his. Uh... Oh, I didn't go that far down. No, 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 no. Well, I just want to see. What Man, you went pretty deep. I saw that video. By the way, it was cut very well. I liked yeah. it a lot. Mm. I was like, what the hell? You had misadventures of Jeffy on there and like all this other shit. Oh, the one we did. Yeah, the one oh, you did. Oh, I thought you were talking about yours. I was like, yeah. No, yeah, no, 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 no. The one that you made for the oh, yeah. promo. I was, yeah, I was very impressed. Thank oh, you. thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, but no, you're, you're singing to Michael Jackson, and I was like, oh, okay. I was telling Joseph, I was like, maybe he was like practicing with the camera. This is like what he did before, mm-hmm. you know, he started doing stuff. And then out of nowhere, you just like pull out a, or no, someone shoots at you. And then like you start shooting back at them. Yeah. It, yeah. And then you like kill yourself. <laughs> And I was like, dude, I can't wait to tell this guy. Like, I think you killed yourself at least like in five of your videos. I kill myself a lot, and I kill my characters off yeah. by them suicide a lot. I don't know. <laughs> I guess a weird, morbid fascination. Well, with it. okay, you did have a happy ending in Radio Candy. Yeah, yeah. If if, if you, uh, you know, I did notice that fucking a fifteen year old or whatever is a sixth, <laughs> sixth grader. I'm sorry, she's a sixth grader in the movie. Uh, is a happy ending then? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big old climax. I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> I gotta delete that now. <laughs> hey, we were we were wondering the the person that uh, that one video where they're like, is it Devin? Is that his name? They're like, oh, look at Devin. Oh, it's Danny or Danny. Danny, Danny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, is that a guy or a girl? The one that looks like uh, little Debbie. <laughs> uh, that is a woman. Yeah. Oh, okay. well, no, we were we were we were wondering like, uh, I don't know if it's a guy. Don't fucking bunch me in that motherfucker. Well, that's what we were <laughs> well, talking about. Well, I pitched her voice because I pitched both of their voices because uh, I just think pitching uh, women's voices is funny. So. No, I thought well, I I thought it was a girl because in uh, I forgot what which video it was, but uh, there's like a naked person in the tree. And she's in that video too, right? Yeah, she plays the yeah. Yeah, so I was actress. like, okay, it looks like a girl. But then in the other video, I was like, oh, is it? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, the you know the climate we're living in is very confusing times. Like, I definitely <laughs> would understand. You know, it's uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Well, my apologies. No, no, I, I, I think it's hilarious. I can't wait to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Fuck those guys!" Yeah, you gotta. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. No, but um, go, so going back to you, uh, like, what, what you, when was it? You said you started like kind of like honing in on your craft. Mm-hmm. Um, so 2009 is when I started right. YouTube. <clears throat> I was just mostly experimenting, trying to be a generic YouTube person. Mm-hmm. 2010 was when I just. 2010 was basically when I got into like the really. Um, 2010 was basically the year when I got into like the higher, uh, more interesting directors mm-hmm. than like the usual like blockbuster stuff. So right. it was like, you know, that's when I got into like Paul Thomas Anderson and Stanley mm-hmm. Kubrick and you know Tarantino, which we all you know there's a Pulp Fiction poster there. Yeah, <laughs> I watched it religiously. You know? Yeah, no, there's um, <laughs> sorry. I mean, I got a Pulp Fiction poster too. I know there's <laughs> a stigma with like college guys. Or yeah. Something. yeah. Um, it's a great movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh no, it's amazing. I love I, it. I did a short film called. Uh, so I did. Uh, well, okay. So I guess to connect this, in 2009, while I was doing these YouTube videos, I did a short film. It was my first official short film. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I did a documentary when I was 12, and that was really bad. That, that I don't really. What count was it? That. What was it about? It was called Director Movie, and it was for a class assignment, mm-hmm. and it was about directors. But basically, it was just me filming. Uh, High the uh, middle school play rehearsals and asking people questions oh, or whatever. Okay. But my first official short film was called Lance and Gabe Rent a Porno, and it was about two uh, loser nerd kids mm-hmm. that are desperate to beat off to something uh, <laughs> because you know their their cable's gone, the internet's fucked up. Oh hey, the, you know there's a fucking because we had a porn store newsstand at the in the town. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't have it anymore. Um, you just described me and Edward. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, yeah, so I was trying to play on that, you know, the little yeah. kids trying yeah. to get, trying to, 
but they're not trying to get laid. They're just trying to watch something. That's right. how ridiculous it is. Mm-hmm. What story are you talking about? Uh, where Planet K is at? It's right next to Planet K. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. You speak Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Yeah, yeah. I forgot you're in well, there. Well, I'm not from San Marcos, but I live in San Marcos. Yeah, now. okay. So Talk of the Town. We, we, technically, we weren't allowed to be in there, but you know, because we were underage, but mm-hmm. they still let us film, and we actually filmed some of the uh-huh. employees there. What is that, like a porno shit. shop or something? It used to be, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you can get everything there. You know, Rubber yeah. Fist, uh, VHS. Uh, <laughs> some movie props. Yeah, movie prop. I saw a VHS of Bedazzled. For some reason, Bedaz- Bedazzled with fucking uh, mm-hmm. Brendan Fraser was in oh, there. Yeah. And it was like 30 bucks. I'm like, what the fuck is a $30 VHS tape? <laughs> and it's not even like a rare movie. It's a fucking mainstream film. <laughs> yeah. It's just like... I don't know anyone that'd be uh, desperate I mean, did you ever see that? To, uh, I could see some. Uh, <laughs> I could I mean, see why Elizabeth I, Hurley. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, no, you know, Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, how do you go about asking people if you can film in there? You just got to ask. It's really weird, but uh, I still do it today. I yeah. Sometimes I don't even ask. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, for Terrence, there's a scene where, at a laundromat, and we just waited till there was, we waited in the parking lot till there was no one in there, mm-hmm. and then we walked in. Yeah, I know exactly where that's at. That's what we were talking about. We were like, <laughs> that's, that's, I, like, I, a lot of his, his shots, I know exactly where he's at. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're at the laundromat across from Gumby's now, right? Yeah, that's the one that we shot Terrence at. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, I know where he's at. <laughs> but, um, oh, so, so you were how old? 12, you said, and you went to that porn shop? Oh, I was 15. Or 15. Yeah, yeah, it's not that good. And you were just, and you were just like, hey, can we film in here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, hey, can we film here? Um, we at, So there was one employee, like this big fat lady, and I was like, yo, <laughs> I want you to be in this film. She's like, oh, no, I'm too shy, but you can still film in here. I'm like, okay. Then we went back another day. We shot this four days in a row during the summer, uh, 2009. Mm-hmm. And it was some other random guy. And I was like, can you be in the film? Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, why not? So if, I don't want anyone to ever watch it. It's kind of bad. Mm-hmm. But but there's a part where, yeah, we walk in, and then he says his line. He's like, uh, he's like, yeah, you, you know, go ahead. That's his line in case we were trying to look around. Mm-hmm. But funny enough, uh, so that movie, uh, we walk into Hastings, rest in peace, and we filmed in there. But we did it kind of like a – for that, we didn't get permission, obviously, and we didn't get permission from anyone that was working there to say any lines back to us. So mm-hmm. we just walked in there, had the camera up to our, our our leg, and you know we did our gag. And then the guy got mad. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, this is funny." And then we just fucking ran out of there. <laughs> yeah. And so we filmed him without his permission. We filmed the store without their permission. <laughs> and we he filmed, used it. Yeah, we used yeah. it. Yeah, fuck he him. Used his reaction. <laughs> How does that make you feel That's though? Awesome. Does, does it does that like does that give you the urge like hey we got to get this done or do you still want them hey just go ahead don't worry about what they say let's get this right? Yeah, I, I still don't care. I'm just oh. like dude, we get, it, it's all about the you know the the art. It's yeah, a, you know I gotta okay. get the shot. Gotta get the shot. Yeah. I don't care if my actor's gonna have a rock thrown on their head by accident <laughs> if they move a certain way. I need this take, mm-hmm. man. You know I got you. But uh, an, another thing for this film, I'm sorry to go so long <laughs> about it, but no, uh, no, we want to hear you. Well, so we also filmed at a movie gallery. Okay. Which is what which used to be in town, mm-hmm. and the guy was so cool. He actually played along with us. He's like, "Do you want me to be like this and like that?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Yeah, just be really angry at us, you know." And so he dude, played along. It was so cool. Yeah, you know, yeah. he was like just this hippie dude behind the counter, and he's like, "Because uh, in the film, we were like, we want to rent this. Uh, we're wondering if you have any adult films, blah blah blah." And he's mm-hmm. like, "No, uh, this is fucking disgusting. Get out of the store now." <laughs> and it was just like amazing, and it was like yeah. the best. He was the best actor in that movie. Me and my friend in that yeah. film fucking suck balls but he was amazing man like he was i don't know where he is i've, I've even looked at him up looked him up on facebook i was trying to find him i was like dude i need to find this guy yeah so you can use him again well i mean just tell him like yo right. you're in this movie yeah, you know, got you. but yeah that's cool yeah that's awesome i don't know i i i also i saw that you used a uh, cup of joe's 
right? And the, Cup of Joe's. It's well, maybe it was Blue Goat back then when y'all filmed. Oh, Joe Joe's Cafe or whatever. Yeah, it's, the, it's all right next to my house. I don't know. I don't ever go there, dude. Yeah, it used to be Blue Goat or whatever yeah. the hell. Yeah, I work there. So oh, that's where you work. Yeah, so I had to ask the owner. I was like, Yo, let me film here. Uh, robbery scene and mm-hmm. we used a real gun too and like yeah the- <laughs> that's what I was, that's what i was thinking i was like how did they get that shot they must have either done it really early or really late <laughs> it was really late yeah, yeah. They, were, they were already closed like if you look yeah. in the background the, the fucking sofa cushions are up and shit oh, and chairs okay, okay. Oh, well, I'll have to look yeah, next I was time like, you there. I was thinking that, too, when I was watching that. I was like, dude, I wonder if anyone like, was driving by and like, oh, shit, like, they're getting robbed. Well, my actor, Justin Conway, that's what he was worried about. He was like, oh, yeah. no, I don't want some uh, guy thinking he's fucking Charles Bronson in here and like stopping <laughs> oh, everything, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he was like, every single time he'd cock the gun and shoot, you know, point it at the lady's face. Mm-hmm. And then when we're done with the take, he'd put it down. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then he would just, like, cock it and make sure there's nothing in there. Yeah. He was so scared. And the, and the lady behind the counter, she didn't give a fuck. She grew up <laughs> on a farm. She's like, I know there's nothing in there. Yeah. You're fine. And, you know, he was just so nervous about it. And it made me nervous. And, you know, now, now that I think about it, I was like, I could have got more coverage of that mm. scene. I love that scene. But, like, there's certain angles I wish I would have done, you mm, know, yeah. considering his, his crazy ski mask. Not ski mask. Pantyhose man. Yeah. <laughs> with a gun. And, uh, yeah, yeah. That's... Uh, well, I, I, I mean, I understand why he was like that, but then I also sure. sympathize with you when you're just <laughs> yeah. like, God damn it, I want to focus on what I'm, I need to focus on making this and getting the shots and, mm-hmm. you know, like, I need all my attention on making this, not about you being worried about getting shot up by some yeah. yeah it's weird the mindset you end up uh, getting and when, once you're you know if you're a director and you're you, you're basically in control of everything mm. and, and, and things become out of control you're the guy that has to fix everything and tell people and provide information to them so they know what's going on mm-hmm. so it can get pretty high pressured and pretty frustrating and you know i, I don't want to this is basically why i feel i understand what tarantino was going through when that whole uma thurman car crash bullshit was happening i was like I know exactly what mindset he was in. I need this fucking shot. It has to be at this speed. It has to be right here. This is all we have. This is costing us thousands and millions of fucking dollars. Just fucking do it. It's, and we you know, need you, the star of the movie, yes, not a I, fucking stunt Yeah, because I want your damn hair in there, and mm-hmm. I don't want a stunt man or whatever. Yeah. And it, it's a very obsessive art form, oh, yeah. filmmaking. Mm-hmm. And, and a director, you know, it's all <laughs> ego, and it's all just stressful, just trying to get everything out. So I totally get where he was coming from with wanting to, you know, just get her in the shot, even if it means that they're going to be in danger. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's insane. I know. It's pretty crazy. It's kind of like, you know, in hockey games when they fucking beat each other up. That's just how it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I want to ask... Are you, you do all your camera work? Yeah, I do all my camera work. Um, Well, okay, so The Misadventures of Jeffy, which was like a 2014 series. Mm -hmm. um, So I hadn't made anything in about a year, and uh, this was my first time messing with a DSLR camera. Mm -hmm. So my friend that I bought it from, he was into cameras and editing. So he helped me a lot on that series with camera work, with editing. So I don't know if y'all noticed, but... Do you have an editor? No, I, I oh. edit, okay, so I edit everything, mm-hmm. but I use a pseudonym, oh, okay. Albert right. Rover, right. because, you know, in high school, I used to credit myself for every single thing, mm-hmm. and so it'd be written by, directed by, by, produced <laughs> yeah. by, sound, starring, starring, because <laughs> I used to star in all of them, you know, written, like, directed, I, shot, you know, I, I didn't want to be like fucking Tyler yeah, Perry yeah. or whoever the fuck that has all these credits, <laughs> and I was like, you know, the Coen brothers, they use a pseudonym mm-hmm. for editing and shit, and, uh, so does Steven Soderbergh, yes, yeah, I was about yeah. to, yeah, okay, so Steven P- uh, Soderbergh, Peter Andrews, Peter Andrews, Cinema and then I think 
marry something for another credit. Uh, for writing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, exactly. So, these mm-hmm. dudes, they're respectful enough. They know that if they have their name attached to a fuckload of credits, mm-hmm. it's going to look like they're assholes. So, you know, I use Albert Rover on there. Also, Tad, uh, you know, I'm not very confident in my editing skills because, uh, you know, back when I first started editing, I used to get a lot, a lot of shit for it. And mm-hmm. so, it was just like... What do you right. mean? Like, criticism or... Yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, I was fucking edited bad. And like, I know it's edited bad. It's on fucking Movie Maker. But, uh... So, yeah, it's just a way to kind of... Well, uh, what do you use now? Uh, just Adobe Premiere. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Premiere's good. That's yeah, what I, I like Premiere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool. I was going to say, remember, we were we were talking about... He, Joseph was like, yeah, he, he has his own fucking editor. <laughs> and now you're over here telling us it's a pseudonym. Yeah, well, that's I, what I, I, I kind of th- was like thought it might have been one, but I wasn't sure. But that's why I wanted to ask you. Yeah, man, I, I I literally do everything. Well, I mean, honestly, I got to give credit where credits due. There's a lot of people that provide music for me. They mm-hmm. a lot of my actors, you know, helping me with the lights, putting equipment up, you know, finding places, costumes. Sometimes, you know, I'm not entirely by myself, but mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to like creative, everything else, mm-hmm. it's just like. It's just, you know, lone wolf shit. So. Yeah, the, the Misadventures of, of Jeffy, it had, uh, didn't it say like music by uh, Kuva or Kuva? Yeah, Kuva, that's my friend Kuvu, Daniel. Kuvu. <laughs> yeah, oh, and, they're they're like freestyling at one of the end of the, oh, it's uh it's the Jeffrey Garcia show. They're like yeah. freestyling at the end, remember? <laughs> and he's all, that's how he raps. He's all, if I had a drum, I forgot what the hell they're saying. <laughs> and they're like, the, the lights <laughs> oh, are like yeah, changing and shit. Remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you shot that for them and stuff. Yeah, well, cause so that was the first episode, and I didn't have a musical guest. I didn't. Okay, so this during the Jeffrey Garcia show, I didn't really know too many people. Just you know, high school friends and mm-hmm. friends of the high school friends. And so yeah, it was Kuvu who helped me produce some music. He played Daniel in Misadventures of Jeffy, or I think his name was something else. I think it was Daniel. Is he the one that had like like a do rag and yeah, stuff? Yeah, he was a okay, white okay, dude. Okay. He looked yeah. like Eric Wareheim from Tim and Eric. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's um, all get the fuck in the car. Yeah, he's like rest in peace, Biggie. You know. <laughs> Uh, yeah okay. no but yeah um sorry and i i i know we're i'm i'm enjoying all these um like little trips that were going on different oh things. yeah sorry, my, uh... no 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 and it's good <laughs> this is this is welcome but um just getting back to the timeline mm-hmm. so what would you say is like your first um like short film where you were just like how do i put this like you, take it serious right where you were just like mm-hmm. I, you've you've soaked in you know you soaked in movies and you're mm-hmm. very aware of like directors and editing and style Mm -hmm. and then what would you say was the first short film that you were just like you put like a lot of thought and you're just like i want this to look a certain way Mm -hmm. i want a certain vibe and a certain feel what Mm -hmm. would you say was was the first short film um it's no longer available online but it's called seven minutes in heaven it is 42 minutes long i made it when i was 17 years old i was a senior in high school and Mm -hmm. it was an experimental black and white film i was inspired by uh eraser head by david lynch i don't Mm -hmm. know if you've seen it uh, and a couple other things, and is that a big influence for you, David Lynch? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't talk about him so much, but yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. fucking love Blue Velvet. Right? Yeah, How can it's you amazing. Not? It, what's funny is that you know I was I was filming for my current film, and one of my actors brought up Twin Peaks, and I'm like, I've never seen Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. I, I saw the first episode mm-hmm. with my buddy in high school. Right? We we had yeah. a pack because we were big David Lynch fans, you mm-hmm. know, back then. I mean, we still are. But uh, we were like, all right, we're going to watch Twin Peaks. This was before the return, just the first two seasons. And we got together. We watched the pilot. Good. All right. We still had school. And then eventually it got to where, I mean, I know this sounds really stupid. All right. So we made a pact that we were going to watch it together mm-hmm. all two seasons because like with 30, 40 episodes. Mm-hmm. And then he went ahead and watched like a shitload without me. And I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to catch up. I don't have Netflix. I don't have these DVDs. Yeah. Fuck it. And then he ended up watching the whole thing. And mm-hmm. then years go by. 
And I'm like, man, you know, I never, still never saw Twin Peaks. And then suddenly all these fucking Tumblr girls and, you know, the whole world starts up. It brings up Twin Peaks. And you're like, yeah. oh, my God, it's the best thing. And Everyone then you see loves it. it. Everyone loves it. And then it comes back for a third season. Yeah. And now I just feel like I'm late to the party if I were to ever watch it again well I, and i'm sure it's like it's popular now so you're just like you want to be that guy who's like fuck that i don't want to watch I'm it like everyone, that for everything. <laughs> everyone else has seen it i don't want to watch it now my, my, <laughs> exactly my niece was asking me about stranger things I'm like i don't watch that mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't watch anything that the public watches because they're assholes but you know it's just that's just me being really up my own ass oh that's a good question though what do you watch what what would you suggest to someone i don't watch anything you don't watch anything no i'm just kidding i was like <laughs> i mean because so i feel like i've really spent uh well, I don't know if we should get back to the original question of a timeline. We can go keep going. You can take Okay, well, so, okay, so basically what I have been doing, so I guess I can use it by directors as a reference. Okay, mm-hmm. so, you know, in 2010, it was Kubrick, Paul, Paul Thomas Anderson, Tarantino, you know, all those, Wes Anderson, everyone. And then it was like senior year, it was like Woody Allen and Ingmar Bergman and John Cassavetes. And then after that, it was just like all that's left is like stuff that you would see on the Criterion channel, which mm-hmm. is like, you know... Um, Fucking Godard and, you know, all these other directors, a lot of art Kurosawa, house. Kurosawa, the, you know, yeah. Italian. High and Low is a really good Kurosawa film. I, you know, what's funny is that I have not seen most of his f- movies. I've not seen most of his samurai films, which mm. is what he's known for. But right. I love High and Low. That was the only one. I don't know if it's the only I one. Think I think the only one I've seen his is like Rashomon. Yeah, Rashomon. Yeah. I saw Rashomon, High and Low. Um, there's some other ones. What about uh, Ikiru? That, that's a big popular one. It's like an old yeah. guy. Okay, so Akiru pissed me off because it was really good up until the last 30 minutes. Because in the whole movie, he's getting shit on the entire time. And then because he dies out of nowhere, everyone that shat on him spent like a 30-minute like circle jerk talking about how great he was. And they were crying. I was like, this fucking movie was so beautiful to a point, And they just fucking ruined it. I don't know. I got to rewatch it. I was like 19 or 20 or whatever. Right. Um. So, you know, there's like... There's a map on the internet of like certain directors and certain films that go deeper and deeper to more obscure places and mm. different levels. I know it's kind of pretentious, but um, basically I got to the point where I kind of like ran out of things to watch. I kind of got a taste of pretty much everything. everything. Yeah. And so for a while there, I just not watch anything. But then recently, you know, I what got me back into just diving into any like any sort of subculture of film was like trauma which is what we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier you know I, I was like you know i never got around to watching trauma shit right and then now i do and this is awesome and then it got to where it was like oh john waters and robert downey senior all these absurdist filmmakers that just go to any sort of extremes and then it became where i'm collecting like underground tapes like bum fights i mean that's pretty popular and like <laughs> yeah. uh uncle goddamn i don't know if y'all ever seen uncle goddamn uh-huh. it's like this guy that uh it's a 40 minute video, a bunch of rednecks in the 80s shot on VHS. <clears throat> Ooh, my voice cracked. I'm 12 years old. I'm horny. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, they, uh, they fucking light his dick on fire. They just throw shit at him. He's just drunk and passed out on the couch the entire time. Damn. But, uh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, it's just kind of. Like my Friday night. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey. Hey, Oh, but, uh, yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, back to Seven Minutes in Heaven. So yeah, Seven that's Minutes your in first... Heaven. First. <laughs> apologies. Apologies. Yeah, that was my first one where I wanted to take it seriously because mm-hmm. the other ones were comedies, and I, I had a, a production name for the comedies. The co- the production name was Pull My Finger Productions, you know, mm-hmm. fart jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then with this one, I was like, no, I want to prove that I'm an artist and I can do, you know, anything that these other guys can do. I was 17. I'm fucking crazy for thinking that. And uh, 
so I made Seven Minutes in Heaven, experimental black and white, whatever the fuck, which would be seen now in, a, in the equivalent of like a fucking college film guy in this first year mm-hmm. trying hard. But whatever. <laughs> it was still ambitious because originally it was going to be like an 80 or 90 minute feature length film, but there was no script. It was just me fucking. I had a loose outline and I just had some characters and it just kind of just became more of like a collage and a lot of music oriented montages mm. and that's what ended up becoming like a 40 minute movie i mean there's only so much bullshit you so you're only- just the- you're the main character I'm one of them. Oh, okay. I'm one of them. It was about a superhero couple. It was a it was an ensemble film. It was a superhero couple, some human trafficker guys, a drug addict, uh, fucking uh, just it, all over the place. Yeah, it was cool. I, I I you know there's there's moments in there that I still feel pretty proud of of you know, accomplishing, especially mm-hmm. on Movie Maker. Oh my god, uh, there there are stuff that are layers upon layers of shit on top of each other that would have taken. <laughs> A tremendous amount of time to do and it, yeah and it did you know i was obsessed and that's that was the only thing i mean it's still film making films is the mm-hmm. only thing that fucking gets me out of bed mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. besides my lovely girlfriend you know and everything like <laughs> oh, that. How nice. yeah you know uh but the, you know it's like uh to me art film creation gives meaning to me i know some people who have you know get meaning derive meaning from other mm-hmm. sources you know but right now i mean i don't have a family i can't say oh my family you know is the thing yeah, yeah. or whatever to me it's just making shit and making the best shit i can and it has to be cool as fuck you know mm-hmm. that's just my philosophy is just make yeah. cool shit and just really push yourself to the limits of, of creativity really mm-hmm. explore mm-hmm. your boundaries and test them and see what you're comfortable with shooting because lately i've been shooting a lot of crazy nudity shit and i never used to do that before and i'm just like because personally i'm kind of uncomfortable watching it in person mm-hmm. but I need it for the art. I need it for the story. I need it for the film itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing. See, that's one thing I've always like wondered. It was like I, th- I know eventually like I'm going, I'm gonna shoot like some nudity stuff. Mm-hmm. But I've always, I've, I'm always like, oh, I just feel so weird about it. I feel so. <laughs> do you feel that that way too? But uh, all the time. But like yeah. you said, you're like, I need it for the, for the art. Yeah, let mm-hmm. me tell you. In this new film, there's stuff that I'm just like, oh man. Uh, well, oh, what's this one called? The new one? Okay, so this is my gonna, this is officially going to be my first feature length film after awesome. ten Con- years of congratulations. Making... Yeah. Thank you. That's sir. a big that's a big feat, man. Seriously, trust me. I, I I've gotten to the point in my life where like, man, I'm I'm overweight. I'm missing teeth. I'm getting broker and poorer every day. <laughs> I need to make a goddamn feature. Right. I don't care if it's. A, I mean, directors don't make much money. Yeah. No. But I got to do something. Something to say, yo, I made a fucking feature-length feature film, film, and this is going to be my, you know... Uh, uh, is it an hour and a half? I'm projecting... Okay, so here's the thing. So this film, I want it to be reminiscent of, like, 70s X-rated comedies, mm-hmm. and those were usually very short, 76 minutes, 73, 75, whatever, you know, right, right. below 80 minutes. Okay. And so, because I just like it. It's just like a... It's a nice kind of... It's not too long. It's not too short. It's right. and, and the kind of movie it is. I mean, movies were just ran, like absurdist comedies, like the ones I'm making, where mm-hmm. it's just random bullshit and blood and dicks and pussies everywhere. You don't want that for two hours. Mm-hmm. No, you know it just drags and it's just kind of the shock wears off after a while. You got to get in there, fucking just bam, bam, bam. Oh fuck, hour and a half, a little less than an hour and a half, and just oh my god, it's over. And then you're just left sitting there like oh. That was gnarly. Okay, cool. What else has this guy made? Oh, short films. You know, whatever the fuck. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's uh, that's what I want to do for my first feature. Of course, mm-hmm. obviously, I want to. I would love to do three hour shits. You know, do I mean, you, uh, <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to do three hour shits. I, you know, I got to get naked <laughs> to do a three hour shit and all that. 
Make sure you have your phone with you. Oh, fuck. It's hey, on uh, 3%. Do you plan on having like a, a screening for that or anything? Uh, okay, so we are almost done filming this film. Uh, filming this film. Uh, it is called Henrietta and her dismal display of affection. Mm-hmm. And right now I am getting closer and closer to wrapping up production. Mm-hmm. Now, there's still post-production. There's still sound mixing. And because this is a feature-length film, I want to get this. It's very low budget. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think I'm probably going to end up self-releasing it. Right. But regardless, I'm going to have to use original music. Mm-hmm. I, I can't really play around yeah. with copyrighted stuff. I can do that with short films because no one gives a fuck about short films. But, uh, you know, feature-length, it's like, okay, well, there's a lot more other, you know, you can get, you can milk a feature-length film. You know, you can keep it in festivals for years. You mm-hmm. can try and get it to be bought out, you know, by... Or and, once you get bigger, then people will go back to your old shit and they'll be like, hey, I want to buy this and distribute, <laughs> like put it on ex- distribution or something. And then people are like interested in digging in your, your background and stuff like that. So yeah, they yeah. can make you some money in the future. Exactly. So, you know, a feature film is like a proper meal. Mm-hmm. You know, these shorts are just fucking, you know, hot fries at the gas station. Right. You know? <laughs> well, I think they're... I think... So when I first started um getting into filmmaking like short films for me i I was like feature i was like a guy i was like i just want to make a feature film i want to make a feature film and then like i went to film school whatever and uh Mm -hmm. had to do short films and that's when i was like okay this is like a fucking art form in itself and this is like a great tool this is a good way of like honing your craft and and if you can tell a short a a story in a short amount of time then you won't have a problem telling a feature you're telling a a story in a longer amount of time Mm. you know and it's also like a a good exercise in like scenes and working with actors and stuff like that so don't shit on your short films too much (laughs) hey i love hot fries i was eating them earlier (laughs) man it's uh, delicious (laughs) no but you, you mentioned uh you mentioned uh movie school but your uncle told me that you that he asked you, I guess you, if you're going to school, uh-huh. your uncle Richard, and he was, and you told him like, no, I don't want to go to school for that because people who go to school for that end up working at movie theaters. <laughs> I mean, I grew up. I mean, I no, no, up. no, you did the right thing. <laughs> don't go to film school. Yeah, yeah. I, basically, in high school, uh, all of my favorite directors like Harmony Korine and whoever. Mm. I mean, I, I guess Harmony. Oh, Korine. Uh, that's uh, yeah, um, Spring Breakers. Yeah, and uh, I mean, bum. he did go to school, but not Beach for bum, film. Right, or? Yeah, Beach Bum. Yeah, um, Kevin Smith. You know, Kevin Smith was the first director I got really into who mm-hmm. i was like oh that's a director a writer a voice you know and uh i mean y'all have all seen jay and silent bob oh, yeah. and all that yeah snoogans you know and uh you know are you he, still a fan okay i love <laughs> kevin smith to death i have all his comic books i have all his movies i didn't like reboot no, that's the new one that came out. Oh yeah, I haven't seen but, it. But but I'll still watch all the other ones. Oh, I, I, is I, it out? Yeah, it, it was well, out for like one day. Oh, yeah, okay. it was like two days at the uh, fucking Evo or whatever mm-hmm. the hell. Yeah, yeah, I went to go see it and. Oh um, fuck! No, you didn't like it. I missed that. Man, dude, I still want to see it. I, but... I think he smokes too much weed and it just dis- <laughs> distorted well, you, everything. Did you see his other movies like the the one with like the little sausages that are? I, that was unwatchable. I had to turn off after twenty minutes. Thank mm-hmm. you. Oh my god, yeah. dude! I did the same thing. I was watching that and I was like, I cannot like. Yeah, the, th- the part where they're singing and the, the camera just kind of goes back and forth on them. Like, this is yeah. fucking bullshit. I know <laughs> this guy, look, man, this guy was close to getting nominated for an Oscar. This uh-huh. guy, mm-hmm. I think, really wrote Good Will Hunting. There's a rumor that he wrote Good Will Hunting because Ben, Matt, you know, those guys, yeah. Yeah. they haven't wrote, written anything since. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, he definitely very, helped them out a lot. Exactly. He got them to Miramax. They met Harvey Weinstein. They met Gus Van Sant and all those people, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he wrote that fucking movie. Probably did. Uh, it's sure. very dialogue heavy, you yeah. know. It's, uh, but anyways, where are we going on? Kevin Smith. Yeah, I yeah. love Kevin Smith to death. I recently re- I read the Dogma script because I have a copy of it. I love Dogma. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of his smartest movies. Mm-hmm. Dogma, Chasing Amy. I I love. I rewatched Mall Rats all the time. Mm-hmm. Clerks is definitely one of my favorite films ever. Zack and Mary make a porno. I think is very underrated and mm-hmm. it's definitely his last good comedy. I like because it. 
Tusk is very good. It's funny, but I it's like not Tusk. necessarily a comedy. Yeah. Red State's very good too, but it's not a comedy either. Fucking hate yo- yoga hosers. Did not like Jay and Silent Bob groovy cartoon movie, even though that was based off of the Blunt Man and Chronic comic book, which is like I think around ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand. Uh, that the comic book's okay, but the, I just didn't vibe with the movie. I do like the art style, but yes, reboot. Oh my god, I fucking hated reboot, and I'm sorry because I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. I always defend him when a lot of people shit on mm-hmm. him. You know, people you know that talk shit about Cop Out and Clerks too, whatever. But yeah, it was very heartbreaking, and I it, it made me so mad when I was watching it. I was like, I kind of want to stop making movies. <laughs> I feel I got secondhand embarrassment of how bad it was. <laughs> it's it yeah. like my hero was basically shitting on himself drunk or something. It was, yeah, it was like he, watching that. You know what? I think he does smoke too much because I was listening to him on the Joe Rogan podcast and he said, that's what he said. He said he literally like wake, wakes and bakes like every day. Or he stays high. He's like staying <laughs> high 24-7. So I don't know. Maybe I mean, not to knock on anyone's no, uh, no, 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 uh, medication devices, but you know, he, he didn't become a stoner too. It was like, mid to late yeah. 30s and you know that does a total personality change i can understand mm-hmm. if he if he did this as a teenager you know he kind of grew into that you know but when you're writing his films were de- you can definitely see the difference between yoga hosers and the new jay and silent bob movie compared to his other films right. where he was just a fat ass smoking cigarettes <laughs> so i mean yeah i love kevin smith but geez louise i mm. i mean i'm glad he's still alive and making shit but like this is is that it for you or do you think <sighs> dude i have no hopes for clerks three he, and he, oh, he talked about clerks three and originally the clerks three draft was going to be like a dramatic film and it was gonna be about you know dealing with life and death and like you know, being in your 40s mm-hmm. and then after his heart attack he like rewrote the script and he's like yeah this one's gonna be about uh they just do their own clerks movie in the store and i'm like no. and i know it kind of no that fucking sounds horrible because <laughs> in a way it could be kind of smart mm-hmm. in a way, you know like i can see yeah. them doing that but after watching Reboot, I'm like, I know exactly where this is going to go, and I am not going to watch oh, the bastardization okay. of one of the best independent films ever made. Yeah, because even Clerks 2 is good. I like Clerks 2. I love yeah, Clerks 2. Like Porch Clerks Monkey too. for life, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? <laughs> Pickle fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, too. So um, I want to get into your writing mm-hmm. and your ideas. Mm-hmm. Where? Well, let me just say, let me just say, first of all, uh, I think it is awesome how bold you are with mm-hmm. uh, you like give zero fucks first of all I feel like you do at least thank you yeah. and uh, <laughs> that's re- that's like good to see you know somebody who's just like throws caution in the wind is like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna make a movie and I'm gonna have these taboo subjects mm-hmm. I don't care what anyone says mm-hmm. um, where, where do the ideas come from well um Obviously, your brain. <laughs> uh, man, I almost did a Seth Rogen laugh there. That was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Seth Rogen. He's the reason that Kevin Smith started smoking pot. I, I put a hex on Seth Rogen. <laughs> last good film he made was This is the End. All right? I, uh, I'm just kidding. I liked uh, the interview. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just messing around. Uh, he let's... said he didn't like Seth Rogen. Interview over. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Get out of here, you pretentious fuck. <laughs> Take your art with you. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Um, writing, so, writing. Writing. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So, you know, when I first started making films in high school, I was making, I wasn't trying to make people laugh. I mean, besides the first year, I was trying to make, you know, generic YouTube bullshit. Mm-hmm. Second year, I was just experimenting, you know, taking whatever I saw from films and making things that were just naturally comedic. And then I got even more up my own ass and started making serious films. So around the age of, 17 through 19 mm-hmm. it was very experimental very uh somber very um gentle 
films that dealt with loneliness, that dealt with isolation. Um, definitely, I think some of them are pretty original. You know, there's one called In the Morning, mm-hmm. which is about a lonely astronaut, 26 years old, the, the age I am right now. And he's up in a spaceship, headed to Jupiter, with nothing but a blow-up doll. So there's still humor there. <laughs> but there's no sex jokes. He's literally slow dancing with her to Dion and the Belmonts and talking about how much he, he loves her and misses her. Can and this everything. be watched yeah. somewhere? I took it off, but oh, I can't. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> go on. You're, no, no, I was just going to say, I, I noticed that you use a lot of music that I like. Well, when you use like old classic music, yeah. like oldies, mm-hmm. I was like, dude, this guy has a lot of oldies in his, in his clips. Yeah, I, I listen to that all the time, you know. Oh, okay. Um, I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very inspiring. Um, mm-hmm. Are you uh, very inspired by music? Yeah. Okay. So th- that's the that's the hard thing about this new movie is that I hear a song, I want to fucking use it. Yeah. You know, and it's just like I, I have a list of tracks that I hear in my head that sometimes I'll I'll pull them out and I'm like, does this fit with this film? Is this the opening credits? Is this somewhere in the middle? Is this in the end? Mm-hmm. And um, and it sucks because I think I have a pretty good soundtrack in my head of copyrighted music for this new movie, but I can't use any of that, and that kind of bums me out. And so I got to kind of think of it the new thing. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I mean, originally in the morning, the space movie was just not even going to be about space. It was going to be a film of just random scenes and a collage together. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was inspired by or the main song I wanted to use over and over again was um, 500 Miles by Peter, Paul and Mary. They're a folk group from the 60s. And that never that kind of just morphed into that, got, that was just more of like a brief idea. And then I started writing a space opera or not opera. But it was a space drama mm-hmm. inspired by the director Ingmar Bergman, who did like Seven Seal right, and yeah. Wild Strawberries. And I was like, I love his films because they're very brutal, they're blunt, they're honest, they're just in your face, uh, just sad. And I was like, I li- I'd like to do something like that, but give my own spin on it. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be like a space movie. Throw that in space, but it's fucking wacky as hell. But just every character is fucking serious and they're arguing with each other. And it was going to be called Jeffrey Dahmer's Magical World of Wonder. <laughs> so again, it's not too serious. It's just a little <laughs> kind of strange. Um, but okay, so to answer the question, so for a while I was doing short films where they're a little more serious and experimental and whatever. And then I did the Jeffrey Garcia show. And the Jeffrey Gar- Garcia show is what kind of brought me out of that and kind of made me see that there is comedic potential with my work. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the stuff I was making before, I wasn't kind of, I wasn't aiming for laughs. With the Jeffrey Garcia show, I kind of wasn't aiming for laughs for some parts. It was just me dicking around. But, you know, I started to get positive responses Mm -hmm. and then from there i went back into making short films and then slowly i mean i made prismatic darling in 2015 which is a short film i made after the jeffrey garcia show and that one is kind of more surreal and it does have its comedic moments but it's more of a it still had a trace of the earlier with the clown right yeah with the clown yeah yeah, i did see that one it still had traces of the earlier films that i was making where they were more you know the other way but then i made plush bus and then i made Terrence and Lamb Chop, and then I, I've been growing more and more absurd and crazy since You're, you're in Plush Bus, right? I'm the main character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I have a quick question. Yeah. I'm not going to throw out no names, but you have someone in that, what is it called? Prism, uh, what is it called? Prismatic Darling? Yeah. You have someone in that who's who's running for office, right? Are you thinking of I, Maxfield Baker? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Oh, Lisa Coppoletta. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. my God. Well, I, 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 didn't, I didn't know if I should throw her name out there. But anyways, yeah. You can always bleep it out, right? Yeah. yeah. She doesn't care. She likes to blow this. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, because I was I, her signs in, in town, they're the ones where she's riding like a shark, right? Yeah, and there's flames and, and shit everywhere. No, dude. And I'm like, who is this? <laughs> and then, I'll, yeah, it just so happened she's in your film. And I was like, wow. Carol makes and, sense. Yeah, and, this guy, and also, you use um that house that is like, 
all yellow and purple, like Lakers colors. Oh, the yellow house. And I was like, dude, how does this guy even get, how did you get in there? Do you know the guys who, who live there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt Akins, he, he's the owner of the house, uh-huh. and he's turning it into like a hostel oh, for wow. traveling uh, bicyclists. And uh, yeah, he lets me, he's in a couple of my things. He's in Radio Candy as the child molesting priest. He is also <laughs> in a uh, separate short. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he, his is name that what is. what happened in that scene? <laughs> sure. It's kidding. implied. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, nothing against the Catholic Church. It was, it was an easy joke to do. Yeah. Um, there's another, uh, a short video. I don't know if y'all seen it on my website. It's called Climate Change, Public Service Announcement. I don't think I so. Uh, he, he plays a Hollywood actor named Titty Fluck Blowjob, and he's promoting about climate change, and then he fucking kills himself. <laughs> so, yeah, he's very cool with me. Mm-hmm. He'll do whatever, you know, throw a wig on and just say crazy shit. Right. And mm-hmm. let me film in his house. He's awesome. There, there's so many cool people in this town. Town that just uh-huh. believe in me and let me go in their fucking living rooms and That's just awesome. shoot nudie pussy boob bl- blood bullshit everywhere uh-huh. and they don't give a fuck just like the w- <laughs> so yeah let me ask you about that how do you feel like do you feel strange when you're like presenting this to someone when you're like hey i uh i want to film two conjoined twins uh-huh. fucking each other and <laughs> yeah. then she gives the other one aids like <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel when you're saying that to somebody uh well so that was filmed at one of the twins house oh, and the okay, mom okay. didn't really know much about what was going on right so she was like a mutual friend gotcha. so she knows our humor but do you ever have you ever been in that instance or you're just like oh i want to i'm still like in that explaining instance, man. somebody something strange to somebody and you're just like yeah. i don't know how they're gonna take this mm-hmm. yeah it's good you know for the most part i get good responses but mm-hmm. there are people that ignore me straight up i was <laughs> like because for this new movie i was trying to find a, a someone to play a girlfriend mm-hmm. and i hit up this uh this uh comedian i know in austin mm-hmm. it's like hey can you play this lady that gets mugged and gets her head crushed by a 1967 camaro no reply you know no. I, I slid into those dms asking for an actor <laughs> and i got denied yeah you know and it felt weird i was like i'm not asking to do yeah. i'm just wanted to film you because you're, you're funny. so specific uh, for real the 1967 head crushed by a 1967 it's Camaro. classic man yeah how much tread was on the tires i think you should have <laughs> included that and then she might have given pressure. you a response yeah it's a shame that uh, was a question i wanted to ask but now i see your lovely girlfriend over there i wanted to ask like because i wasn't sure if you were in a relationship when we first asked you to come on and I, one of my questions was going to be I, I don't know what you did but it sounds different oh, uh i don't uh one of my questions was going to be um if you go on a date how does that go about when they're like hey you know what do you do and you're like oh i make films and then you're like do you show it to them well, uh, to answer it uh, quite simply, uh, the young lady that's in the room over there, uh, that's how we met, was making films. Oh, and that's how okay. she kind of like, oh, I, I saw you directing, and mm-hmm. it just made me just warm and, you know, moist. And yeah, so, how passionate he was. <laughs> yeah. I love how you let that guy just pee on us on the river. and Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was apple juice, but yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. Oh, yeah. so y'all bet on making that one? Yeah, that's cool. awesome. Yeah, that's, that's that's awesome. Pretty, yeah, it was a fun shoot. It was like less than a month, you know. It was uh, shooting outside of San Marcos. I was in New Braunfels. Oh. Uh, one scene was in San Marcos. Oh, is that where the river scene was in New Braunfels? Oh, no? Uh, no, it was Martindale. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. oh, wait, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Martindale, one scene in San Marcos, one scene in Martindale, and most of it, like in the house, was at mm-hmm. New Braunfels. Ah. So, yeah. Um, that was fun. Who's that one guy uh, who, he's in that movie, but he just like does that weird like smacking. He's like... <laughs> oh man that's tim i love okay. tim yeah. he's also in plush bus right he's like in a wheelchair and yeah shit. He, he plays the big beautiful man and plus 
He's crazy. He used to be in all of my my stuff in high school. Mm-hmm. I used to film at his house every day. He's my I still consider him my best friend. We don't hang out as much. Uh, but yeah, recently mm-hmm. he he'll make appearances. He's in Lamb Chop. He's in Plush Bus. He's in Whimsy and Hester. And yeah, is he the one that's like titties and big old titties? Yeah, that's okay. Okay, I wasn't too sure. Oh, he's in He's like getting his dick sucked in Lamb Chop. Yeah. What does he say? He's like, you're I, I, crazy or something. It's like, damn, you uh, you're a crazy bitch. Yeah, something, something like that. Like was getting head in the bath. <laughs> has there ever has there ever been someone who was like, I'm not gonna do that? Yeah, or, of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure because it seems like everyone wants to go along with it. Well, definitely. Yeah, most people want to go along with it. There are definitely people that are like, no, that or, they'll, or they'll ignore me, or I'll, or they say yes, and then like a year later. I was uncomfortable being in that film, and you know. Just oh, you've had that? Yeah, it's fucking oh, crazy. It's, no. it's disappointing too. That's, yeah, that is fucked oh. up. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> but it's whatever. I keep trucking. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Um, that's one thing we did talk about. We were like, we're we were surprised at how young you are, mm-hmm. and that you have your own distinct style already. Because we were talking about, like, that's hard to do to, like, separate yourself from people. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though it, it's, like, out there and, and weird, like, to probably, like, to me and, like, most people. Yeah. But there is an audience for it, and you mm-hmm. have, like, uh, your own your own thing. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. pretty cool. That, Thank that's you. The, that is the first thing that stood out to me, was mm-hmm. just, like, how distinct your, your style was. And I was, like, when I watched, uh, like I said, the first time I watched it, I was, like, okay, this dude knows what he's doing uh and i think that's the thing that stands out the most and makes your films so special mm. in my opinion hey thank you mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean well definitely has how i was describing earlier about the high school then the dramatic period it definitely mm-hmm. you know there's trial and error and there's certain things you experiment with mm-hmm. and then you find your niche mm-hmm. now that's not to say i'm going to be making you know uh these type of films forever mm-hmm. i definitely want to expand i have so many other ideas but mm-hmm. when i have the proper resources right you know i'm doing these films for practically free like no budgets you know the, the i just borrow costumes and mm-hmm. shit like that uh you know i went to a film festival with terrence and plush bus right yeah yeah, yeah we were going to talk about yeah, yeah, yeah oh okay well i don't want to no no yeah, let's, let's, do it. let's do it let's do it right oh, now sure, yeah right? yeah how, right. how did all that come about you got an invitation you sent your film in or how did that happen so there's a film festival website called film freeway now originally when i was making those dramatic features when i was like 19 mm-hmm. uh, not, not features when i was 19 i would blindly submit to the biggest festival i can think of you know the austin film festival sundance (laughs) that i knew was like no no they're not gonna give a shit you're all applying to cans and shit no definitely i need a thousand dollars um but yeah and those those got rejected and that made me kind of resentful because i was so in my head i did not kind of right step take a step back and really understand what am i what i'm putting out there the Mm. quality the video you know audio and um so years go by and i start making these films you know lamp chop and terrence and everything and then film freeway is a website for festivals and it's it was it used to be a war without a box is the other one without mm-hmm. a box is i think about they, to, i think they closed down yeah yeah they're, they're closed down or yeah. they're about to close down so it was without a box and film freeway and then whatever and film freeway was the one i chose because it was a lot easier you could make your own profile it was almost like early myspace in a way but for your films and it was mm-hmm. and that's what i and you know i submitted to um festivals that catered to the types of movies i'm making now originally when i first got on film freeway for terrence and for plush bus i would blindly submit again because I, I didn't know any better to just a regular movie festival right. you know and then it turns out that those festivals don't give shit about pussy blood boob movies you know they 
care more about, you know, uh, films about the town, films about social justice, films about whatever the fuck that mm-hmm. does not include mm-hmm. crazy shit. Yeah. There's definitely a trend in the movies they select, or at least I've noticed. And yeah. it's like, we got to force diversity. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got to shove it down their throats. Yeah. So, and, you know, and I, I really don't care about that stuff. So, obviously, my films are, you know, what's funny is that I don't care about that stuff, but, but people are like, you know, your films are very diverse. You know, it's only like a black guy, there's a, you know, Mexicans here, and, you know, shit mm-hmm. like that. It's just, I'm like, well, it's not intentional. I just choose them because they're fucking cool people, you know, and they fit the character. Right, right. But, you know, uh, to, not to get off on that. No, no. Uh, definitely. So yeah. So definitely, the the films I understood that I was making, they had their own audience, and there are festivals that cater to that audience. So you know, if you look up underground, if you look up, uh, comp like dark comedies, or you look up. This is a funny one. Trash. If you look up trash on a film festival website, there are actually uh, festivals dedicated to trash films. <laughs> My films are trashy. They're low budget. They mm-hmm. have crude content. You know, only weirdos and crazy people like them, or just anyone that likes movies. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. to. I you know honestly to me, I wish anyone can watch them, but you know I'm starting to realize now that well there are only certain people that dig you know what I do. But the thing is, you can get the most out of an audience right. if you find the people that that like your stuff you know uh, not everyone do, and, you, um, do you know who joe swanberg is joe swanberg hold on I, i've heard that name before he, no tell me he, he's a and he's like an indie filmmaker but he's starting to like get on the ride he made like the, his biggest movies Mumblecore? drinking buddies yeah yeah yeah, he Mumb- was okay, with yeah, yeah um i was listening to an interview with him and he talks about that how his early films he was like he he says now he realizes about his early films how people were like Okay, I can see why it's not. They're not for everyone, and sometimes you just have to be in the mood for that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe that can bring some kind of <laughs> like. Yeah, d- yeah. I mean, um, mood, you know, like moods change, and like somebody could be in the mood for something, or you know, and like you were saying, um, not everybody's in could be into that. But mm-hmm. when you have like a honed in audience, they're gonna love the shit out of that kind of movie because that's their. That's mm-hmm. their, you know, their jam. That's what they, they're into. Yeah. But it's also, uh, it's not good to entirely play for an audience. You no. definitely want to evolve and expand mm-hmm. on themes, ideas, uh, film language. So, um, you know, because you don't want to be uh, self-indulgent and just keep doing the same thing over and over again. It becomes stale. Then you end up with things like Jay and Silent Bob Reboot, <laughs> which was complete fan service, and it was awful. <laughs> he used to be so smart. I don't know what happened with that. Was it just all nostalgia? It was just supposed to make you happy? Like, hey, I remember Jay and Silent Bob 20 it, years ago. It was just like, hey, there's this guy. Hey, there's that guy, which was in Strike Back. Now, Strike Back is brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's funny because... I that was the fir- my first introduction to Kevin Smith was Strike Back and that's mm-hmm. littered with references to his other films and yeah. but it was still a funny movie it was mm-hmm. a road comedy two stoner buddies just going around you know whatever the yeah. fuck it was smart this movie had no jokes besides whatever catered to the other characters and they weren't even clever jokes it was horrible I'm sorry I just it was no. just awful and that's weird <laughs> that you said it because that was the first time I ever watched Kevin Smith was um the James Allen Bob reboot on Comedy Central. It, it may have been. I don't okay. honestly know. I don't remember. But <laughs> I, honestly, and then, I think that's like the first thing yeah. I saw of his. Team. And then, and then I think, and then I think I saw Clerks, and then from Clerks I saw Dogma, and um, Chasing Amy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it took me a while to see Mallrats because I couldn't find it anywhere. This was before, like... Oh, uh, dude, Mallrats is so good. I love Mallrats. Yeah, you know, you get Kevin movie. Smith and you get, you know, like a Weezer soundtrack towards the end. I love Weezer, so that was an extra plus there. Mm. I love Brody. He's definitely... Brody and Randall are, like, my favorite characters, and they're sort of similar. I think they're cousins in the universe. Oh, really? Oh, really? Something, maybe. I'm not, I don't want to, you know... I got to look back in the comic books because they sort of connect to each other or something like mm. that. Uh, but yeah, where were we, what were we talking oh, about? Oh, so, uh, <laughs> how did so how did how did the festival get in touch with you? Mm, right, yeah. Oh, so, so you applied to it? Yeah, you you, you submit your film on mm-hmm. Film Freeway, and then or any website, uh, you know. Uh, but you're looking for festivals that were yeah geared towards the kind of films you make. Yeah, and so the the first festival that I ever attended, and the first festival, which was also the first festival festival I ever won something at, was called the Jim Thorpe Independent Film Festival, and they mm-hmm. had a category for Grindhouse. Which is exploitation films, mm-hmm. kind of the stuff I was making. Which I, it was funny because at the time I didn't think of it as that. Mm-hmm. I submitted Terrence as a short film. I didn't think of it as Grindhouse. There's no nudity. There's no violence. It's just literally the subject matter is a little, you know, but mm-hmm. it's definitely not what I. It's not machete mm-hmm. or machete or whatever. <laughs> so, but they put it in the Grindhouse category. They liked it so much. I also submitted uh, Plush Bus, which got in, and I mm-hmm. submitted Prismatic Darling. They were going to put Prismatic Darling on there because they liked it too. They're like, it's kind of overkill having three movies by the same guy in the same festival, you know. But we'll give you two movies, you know. They they really liked it that much, and it was awesome, you know. They had that's that's fucking yeah, yeah. Are you you in contact with the uh, festival coordinators and stuff like that? Yeah. Okay. So okay. So those people that run it, uh, Todd Morris and Jocelyn, they they're awesome people, and they love me. They I've been there twice, and I've had three. I've had about four movies play there already in different years. And where is this festival at? It's in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, and what's funny enough is that there's another festival in Pennsylvania. It's in Philly, and I won Best Short there for Whimsy and Hester, and it seems like everyone in that area likes my shit because I don't get into any festivals here in Texas and I'm in the middle of fucking Texas. Yeah. Do they have like Grindhouse stuff uh, here? Or? Well, it was definitely, it was called the Philadelphia Unnamed Film Festival and they specialized in action, exploitation, Grindhouse, bizarre category. I think I entered in the bizarre category, but they threw me in a different category, I mm-hmm. believe. But similar, that one definitely was catered more to blood and guts crap. And, uh, but yeah, it's funny because then again, you know, Whimsy and Hester's not very violent or anything, yeah. but I guess something in the film caught them and they loved it so much. They're like, yeah, you know, we love it. And it's, it's pretty cool that, you know, on the other fucking side of the country, there's these people that love my shit, mm-hmm. but my hometown or not my hometown, but my home state, you yeah. know, no one fucking cares. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we like it. <laughs> Thank you. No. Yeah. You guys are awesome. I just wanted to ask. So when you're there at the film festival, are you watching everyone else's reaction or are you just like, Hey, my film is on the fucking big screen. Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> so with Terrence, so Terrence was an idea I came up with in high school and I tried years to make it. It was going to be my mm-hmm. first feature originally and that was a very personal passion project. The most passion project you can think of was Terrence. It had a different story, different actor, but you know, essentially the core elements were a ventriloquist and another girl named Christine, Terrence Ooh, Christine. Loneliness. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was going to be one of those type of movies. And... Yeah, so for that one, I definitely just, like, soaked it in. I don't mm. usually like to soak in my films anywhere. I kind of shy away or I hide in the back. I definitely hide in the back a lot because <laughs> Seven Minutes in Heaven, that first short film I I was talking about, I definitely hid in the back of okay. a coffee house, and I didn't, you know, really watch it. I watched some of it, but, um, yeah, I'm really shy with watching my own things in front of people. I get real anxious about it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so uh, the other films, like Whimsy and Hester and Plush Bus, you know, I was definitely looking at people. And it's nice to really – 
have a joke land and they fucking like it. And it's like, oh, or some things that just don't, you weren't expecting. Yeah. You know, and they so. just laugh at it and you're like, hmm, I'll take it. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes yeah. it's more, yeah, I'm like, oh, fuck, is this because the actor sucks? Or I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <That's> <laughs> or did I, did I just do something wrong with editing? It's the performance. I knew it. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah. But that's cool. So yeah, yeah that's a that's a a big thing, man. Mm-hmm. Congratulations were on that. Were you surprised? And... Like I mean like mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but yeah. were you surprised like they were like and the winner is Jeffrey Garcia for Oh, that was cool. Yeah. yeah. That was a uh, just was Yeah, a... would it, explain that. What did that feel like? What what emotions came felt to like you? Felt like the fucking just... uh, Oscar dudes, you know, yeah. in the ceremony. I was like, "Oh, fuck. This is like in the in the TV show, you know?" Yeah. Or I you mean, just like this. Did you just feel like yes, all my hard work, yeah. this, this like Dude. led to this, and this is the culmination <laughs> of fucking grinding it out, and I put everything into this. Exactly. That's basically you know because I was getting to the point where I was getting kind of tired of making these films, and I was like, fuck, I you know, if Terrence, my the main, mm-hmm. you know, pride and joy, my baby, if that fucking fails and no one cares about it, then I might just take a break for like a really long time and not get back into filmmaking. Yeah. And then I fucking won. I was like, oh my God, I feel, I mean, it's not a big festival. It's not Sundance or cons, <clears throat> but regardless, there were other people out there that saw enough in my work to, you know, re- award it right. something. And yeah. it was, it was, it felt very validating and it mm-hmm. made, and it definitely encouraged me to keep continuing on this journey. Of That's yeah. good. Yeah. The guy who didn't win, that's horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what were the other uh, movies about? Do you remember? Oh, man. There was, there was one that was uh, in two categories. So they, they separated by categories. So, mm-hmm. so Terrence won Best Grindhouse mm-hmm. 2017. Because I made it in 2016, but it was for the festival of 2017. Whimsy and Hester won for 2018. That was made in 2017. Radio Candy was in the 2019 Jim Thorpe. I didn't go to that one. But uh, that one didn't win, but it doesn't matter. I mean, that would be kind of weird if I won three years in a row. Oh, yeah. It was already pretty wild that I won two years in a row. Three Pete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lil Wayne. <laughs> but, uh... I'm going in. <laughs> and do you do you have to fly yourself out there? Do they send you a ticket, or how does that work? No, yeah, so it's not one of those big festivals where they pay for everything oh, or, okay. or they give you a cash reward or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first time uh, when we went for Terrence, me, Furley, the guy that plays Terrence, and Tim, the you know the guy from the other movies... Mm-hmm. We fucking got in a car and drove 28 hours oh, all the way shit. to Pennsylvania. It was Grindy. insane. Uh, and yeah, that was that's a, good. That a was good a little road trip. trip. Mm-hmm, yeah, that's yeah. wild stuff. And uh, <laughs> we stopped by and little there rock any smacking going on in there. Well, there's. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, could you imagine the the ride home though? We were like, "Fuck, dude, we we won." <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Just was, driving back home. It was awesome, man. Not... We didn't fucking sleep uh when we left that place after the, we literally left right after the ceremony mm-hmm. and drove straight none of us i think i slept like an hour and the other guys slept like three hours or w- at one yeah, of those yeah. we just were so just excited to go home pumped, but, yeah, yeah you know so that was uh, hallucinating yeah. at the at the end there you know it was fucking insane. <laughs> that last leg yeah, yeah. oh like, my god I think we're on 35 yeah <laughs> But for the next trips, we definitely took planes. Oh, okay. Yeah, me, me and her, we, we, you know, definitely like, <laughs> Airbnb. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it was fun, yeah. and I'm so glad I did. It was one of the best things ever. But it's fucking brutal. Oh, oh yeah, my god, is, driving yeah. 28 hours. Uh-huh. Shit, I know. Nonstop. <laughs> You've done a road Some trip. fucking yeah. guy that, uh, at the festival. He mm-hmm. had a movie there playing, and he's from Corpus. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "So where'd y'all fly in from?" And I'm like, "Oh, we drove." And he's like, "Why didn't y'all just get on a plane like real adults?" I'm like, oh, fuck you. What a yeah. dick. Dude. I know, man. Did he win? 
Yeah. Oh, fuck <laughs> him. <laughs> I was hoping he'd say no. Why one, two? Yeah, yeah you did. I'll what show is. him. <laughs> he He's, didn't win yeah, the I'm, next I'm year. A, who is he? I'm a, who is he? He's like, I don't know. Some dude, he, he just put out some movie called The Lighthouse. I don't know. <laughs> oh, shit. He just made some piece of shit called The Lighthouse. <laughs> I mean, the movie the guy had made was really good. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, was it? Yeah. I was just like, oh, that's good stuff. But why need to be an asshole? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's one of those guys. He's yeah. good and he's a tick. It's yeah. Like, he knows how good he is. Oh, yeah. I've met a lot of those people. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, I remember you telling me when you were in school that the guys who knew that they had some good shit were always the fucking ones talking shit on everyone else. Oh God, dude, yeah. I feel, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> that's another, that's <laughs> another story for another time. Um, that's cool. But um, one thing I wanted to talk to you about, and um, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but you do put some controversial stuff in your mm -hmm. films, right? Mm -hmm. Some stuff could be, especially in this day and age, you yeah. know, everyone gets fucking offended. Mm -hmm. Um I'm, I'm trying to frame it. No, I, well, I don't. I don't want you to like think I'm like accusing or anything. Oh but no, that's fine. I guess like some people could say some of the top, some of the things the characters say are like anti-Semitic or homophobic. Mm -hmm. uh, has anyone said that to you? Or well, so or are you aware of that when you're making it? Yeah, I mean, dude, in my hometown, half the people think I'm just some crazy Nazi guy, <laughs> but the other half love my shit. So it's like. I just looking at you, I don't think you're a crazy Nazi guy, but then no. I'm like, oh, you never know, you might. Oh, yeah. well, this any, literally, this fucking camera can be a Nazi. That's right. how witch hunt it is. I don't look like a Nazi, but I feel like a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm going to get surgery. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, definitely, I've gotten uh, sexist uh, a lot earlier. Oh. Uh, yeah, just because mm. of the language. And, oh, okay, okay, yeah. You know, you know, fuck this bitch, you know, blowjobs and shit. Uh, for Radio Candy... Uh, definitely, um, as far as the homophobic stuff, because I, I think those are the only, that's the only one that definitely, I mean, they say fag like 30 oh, times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, I kind well, the main actor is gay, and I kind of <clears throat> took the liberty of having, um, he, like, he was totally cool about it, mm -hmm. because that's kind of the story. It's like this dickhead guy that calls you a pussy or a faggot mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, that's just the character. And, you, you know, he totally understood where I was coming from. Carmichael. Uh, yeah, Car Andrew Carmichael. And But I kind of overdid it, though. Because, like, I kind of wanted to drive home a point that he was specifically naming queer fag, you know, sucking dick over and over and over again to, to where it's kind of absurd. And mm -hmm. he obviously has, like, a, you know, a thing against whoever. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so no one really gave me any, any crap about that, surprisingly. Mm -hmm. um, I think because it was so in your face, and he, you know, he got crucified and had a fucking uh, anal right. flashlight <laughs> slapped in his face. So obviously everyone knew I was joking around. When, uh, but when you're writing that, are you, does, that any, does that any of that stuff ever enter your mind? or? Um, it only started to because of the current climate culturally. Yeah, I it, could see that. I, on, I think I was more offensive when I was younger, but I wasn't aware of it, mm -hmm. and I wasn't doing it intentionally. It was just because I grew up on early Comedy Central shows, you know, right, right. Chappelle show, South Park, drawn together, <laughs> yeah. uh, watching Mel Brooks movies. You know, you hear all that shit there, and it doesn't phase you, you know? Gotcha. And, you know, that's what I'm consumed with, and then uh, it wasn't until, you know, the last several years where it was literally you can't breathe without someone breathing down your neck. I mean, I guess like I said breathing twice, but, you know, you can't even fucking exist without someone calling you a racist. So now I'm more conscious and now I use it more often because, you know, fuck those people. I'm going to have I'm going to try to put as much of this shit to arc them. Double down. Yeah, basically <laughs> I'm doubling down, but I'm not going to do it to where I come off as 
Well, or I'm not. I'm not being ideological about it. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely kind of, you know, putting it out there. Let you know, having the audience see these things, hear these things. But I'm not telling you to go vote for whoever, right. and I'm not pushing anything because the last the, one of the worst qualities in an in a, in a artist or filmmaker is someone who's preachy. Mm -hmm. Now there are definitely times where someone can definitely get close to becoming preachy, and that gets annoying. Like when I was younger, I remember Seth MacFarlane would use Brian as a soapbox, you know, and I fucking didn't like that in Family Guy where he mm -hmm. would just spout his opinions and there was no humor behind it. Mm -hmm. You got to have humor in it. South Park they they made fun of everyone. They right. had humor behind it, you know, and that's the thing. And uh, so definitely I'm not, like, shoving vote this or think that into anyone's face. But, you know, I grew up where you were allowed to make fun of anything. Mm -hmm. And I want to continue that. And no one else seems to be doing it right now. Some mm -hmm. people do. Now I'm starting to see a change with, you know, the new Chappelle special and everything like that. But, mm -hmm. you know, around 2016, 2017, fuck, man. You couldn't – there's no <laughs> one was able to do anything. And, uh, yeah, definitely double downing on that. Um, and, uh, no, that's good. Doubling I, I, down. I, I was gonna. I'm doubling down on the double down. No, um, no, that's good because um, when I don't know if you ever saw that movie. It wasn't the one Jonah Hill made uh, mid '90s when oh, he yeah. made, when he made when he wrote mid '90s. Um, you know, in that in the '90s, you know, that's people would like don't be a fag or whatever. You know, like it's yeah. just how you talk to telling your friends that or whatever. Yeah. And so when he was writing that script, he was saying like, hey, you know, this is how we spoke. This is how. You know, I grew up talking, and, and that was, like, the language of, of the era. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to, like, put that in there because it fits the script. It's it's like he's serving the art, uh, you know, instead of, like, serving, like you were saying earlier, the audience and leaving things out just so you're not offensive. I mean, it wouldn't be authentic if it didn't, you know, include that kind of language if it was for the specific era. Right. I mean, I you know, we all grew up talking like that, a lot mm -hmm. of us dudes, and it's just, like, that's just how it was, you know? It, yeah. Even... South Park creators, they talked about it in one episode. It was called Fag, and it was about Harley Davidson writers mm -hmm. who were called Fags. They were trying to change it around. And, and when they were, you know, questioned about it, they're like, in the 70s, yeah, it didn't mean homosexual. We were just saying, you got, you're just being a fucking fag. <laughs> you know, and, that, and Louis C.K. had a joke about that, too. He's like, you know, they can... Two guys can be sucking each other's dicks in front of me, and I won't say anything. But as soon as one of them's like, "Oh, uh, people from uh, Phoenix are Phoenicians," you know, I'm like, "Shut the fuck up, you faggot!" Like, <laughs> that's his joke. That's his yeah. bit. That's not my words. But uh -huh. like, you know, the language has multi. Isn't language isn't black and white mm -hmm. and cut? You know, I mean, go to fucking Europe. A cig a fag's a cigarette. You know, yeah. that's expendable. You know, it's it, it means different things. Certain con. It's all about context. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jesus Christ! Look at look at all the great art and film and comedy that we've we've heard from, from from George Carlin and all these people, and they they dissect language and they and they put it out there and they they really see where it fits in. I mean, the the N word. I'm not gonna you know go. I'm not gonna try to get myself canceled now by you know <laughs> saying. That. I mean, I'm already kind of pushing it by saying facts so many times. Um, but look, I mean, look how it's been appropriated as mm -hmm. like. You know, the, the, you know, in rap music, it's right, just yeah. everywhere. And I know that's such a tired response, but like, mm -hmm. you know, some people, like the Kendrick Lamar thing, when you brought up the lady there and it's like, well, you can't say it. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, it's interesting because like, it, it's, it's weird that words can have these sort of like rules, but then again, mm -hmm. they don't because they're literally just vibrations coming out of our fucking throat mm -hmm. so why on earth would we implement anything any laws on that right there's definitely social 
type of rules going on. And so it's, it's a very, language is a very fascinating thing mm-hmm. is ultimately what I'm trying to say. And so, well, yeah. And it's uh, strange because like, it's, it's just this like agreed upon thing in society mm-hmm. where it's like, this word means this mm-hmm. and we're all just in agreement. But like you're saying, all, at the end of the day, it's just fucking noise coming out of our mouths and we're assigning <laughs> a meaning to it. Exactly. I can, I can say, what is this fucking bag of jelly beans? Birdie bots. Mm-hmm. This I can is call a... you bots all day. I could throw a rock at your head and call you bots. <laughs> And, you know, eventually bots is going to be a, a fucking trigger word, you know? It's just like... Triggered! Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to eat one of these in a little bit. Yeah. Don't look at the... Don't look at the bag. Yeah, don't look at the flavors. <laughs> like, get them away from them. Um, yeah, uh, so we're we're a little over an hour, which isn't bad. Um, Edward, is there anything Yeah, else? I wanted to ask you about your um, your music videos, because I was looking uh-huh. at your, your videos, and then I was like, oh, he also makes music videos. Mm-hmm. You have one that I really, really like. And I'm not saying I'm not so much saying that the music or the song, mm-hmm. but you did a lot of Tarantino references. Mm-hmm. Uh, like th- this starts off, it's like um, Reservoir Dogs, where the guy's getting thrown like mm-hmm. gassing them. That was was that all your? No, no, no. So Pantheon. Uh, it, okay, that's what they called. were very hands on in a lot of the creative process mm-hmm. with the videos. Basically, they would come up with an idea, and mm-hmm. I would do what I can to bring that idea out. Mm-hmm. And so they approached me for that video specifically. I've done about five or six videos for them. Mm-hmm. And that one, they're like, we want to do a video where it's all Tarantino references, except American Psycho, because yeah, that's yeah. in there. That's not Yeah, where he's wearing the... <laughs> yeah, but that's definitely, you know, it's part of that type of movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, okay, well, then let me think of what cool scenes from those films we can do. And, you know, the, the backseat bleeding scene from Reservoir Dogs and then the fucking, you know... Uh, burger shooting guy and the marvin's head blown off <laughs> kill bill stuff. yeah all the big scenes you yeah. know and you know yeah so it's so they, they was have, that fun doing that oh yeah yeah i mean it's, uh, it's, uh, doing those pantheon videos was hard work mm-hmm. but it was fun it was nice I, I love doing those videos for them and uh just doing any video really is just, it's, it's definitely music videos are pretty hard um i don't do them too often mm-hmm um, and I don't even do them based on the song. It's yeah. just more like whoever I know. Oh, okay. And some people try to approach me like, can you do a video? And I'm like, well, I don't know you. I'm not, I'm not particularly the biggest fan of the song. Yeah. Can you give me a hundred bucks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I get that shit all the time. Yeah. Can you make a music video for me? I'm like, fuck. You know, and you throw them a price. A so yeah, hundred bucks yeah, is nothing. Yeah. Yeah. When you think about it in the, in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. you know, they're filmmakers. And then they'll just ignore you or they'll say no. Yeah, they want it for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what, what's even more insulting is that I get offered videos and they don't want my input. They just want a guy that knows how to edit and has a camera. Right. And that's the oh, okay. biggest thing that bothers me about these music mm-hmm. about not the vi- the videos I make. Mm-hmm. Are, it's not a, yeah, 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 we were talking about the people that approach you that are asking you. And stuff. There, but there's right. definitely a ton of people that are just like, oh, that guy has a camera. Oh, hey, can you do our music video? And uh, this is what we want to do. And you won't get paid. And it's just like, all right, well, fuck you. All right, yeah. Yeah. So I'm um, just your camera guy then. Yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah, yeah. But but definitely I, I do enjoy, you know, the, the Addict Ted music videos. Pantheon videos are great. Um, you know, Chief and the Doomsday, all that other stuff. I would like to do more videos for uh, other people, but I'm, I'm not going to put that out there. Actually, I shouldn't do that. Make it more <laughs> of the same. <laughs> Can you do this? Yeah. But, do, you know. Well, that video I really enjoyed. I was like, this is some this is some good shit right here. I don't know why. I guess it's just because I was like, oh, he has all these, uh, you know, Tarantino references. Yeah, I like the way I like the way it looked and the way it came out. Hey, thank yeah. you. Was that all in uh, San Marcos or where were you at for that? Um, I believe that was all San Marcos. Okay. I can't 
recall any oh no 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 uh the um american psycho bit was in austin oh okay and then you have one where you're playing they're playing basketball and i was like i know what those apartments are oh yeah Yeah. those those trap apartments yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah because the 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 uh like this what they call the roofs is all blue and the the buildings are all black Mm -hmm. i was like i know exactly where that's at (laughs) it's on ocarina springs dude i didn't know you were so into architecture (laughs) No, it, I'm just fucking with they you. Sti- they stick out, bro. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. It's uh, like a baby blue uh, roof. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think we're, let's, uh, we're going to wrap the podcast up. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Yeah. If and when, if you screen your movie or if you do, mm-hmm. re- I would love to be there. And yeah. we, we would definitely go and support you. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Cool. Can yeah. I plug a, a couple things? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, dude, okay dude, cool. Dude, yeah. So um, be on the lookout for 2020. Um for my first feature-length film, Henrietta and Her Dismal Display of Affection. It is a feature-length comedy. It is about a dysfunctional family in the South and all the bullshit that happens with them. Um, also, go to my website, jeffreygarciaartist.com. I'm going to change it. I have DVDs for sale. They are distributed by Pecan Crazy Records. They are an independent label specialized in weirdo gonzo music. And they put my DVDs out, and they feature Whimsy and Hester, Radio Candy... Terrence, Plush Bus, Lamb Chop, every, all the really good stuff that I've made are on those DVDs. So you're going to get customized everything on there. It's really cool. They're only $10, $5. Go on there, buy it, support your local filmmaker, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So go on, you are saying. <laughs> no, 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 awesome. Yeah. Um, and we're going to continue, like, let us know whenever you're done with it and you're putting it out there and we'll, like, repost and mm-hmm. fucking get it out there and make sure as many eyes... Thank your uncle, dude, because <laughs> without him, yeah. I would have never, Edward would have never heard, and then I would have mm-hmm. never seen it. So. I love Richie. I'm trying to get him in this movie. He, he told me, yeah. this is, but this was before I even saw any of your stuff. He was okay. like, he was like, hey, my nephew wants me to be in one of his movies. What do you think? And I was like, yeah, it's whatever you want to do. And then I was watching all your stuff, and I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. I was like, I didn't tell him nothing. I he was just like, comes out with his dick tucked between his legs. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I definitely. Would you fuck me? <laughs> Um, you're like you don't remember yeah. we used to play this game when we were little no oh, I'm, just shit. I'm just kidding no, I mean, yeah, Richie, I, richie's listening to the uh, yeah you know he did he is yeah, yeah he told me he told that. me he's, he's just, i'm surprised i'm glad that he's, he listens oh fuck yeah awesome yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> disregard that I'm last somebody comment. listens yeah no love you uncle <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah that's cool that's awesome to have somebody like champion your work and get it out there and mm-hmm. uh I- i'm gonna do the same because i know that goes a long way and uh I- like i said i think you're you're, you're talented mm-hmm. you're you're on the right path and uh just keep doing what you're doing man mm-hmm. it's yeah. hard i know i understand how hard it's it is fucking but, brutal uh, it's yeah. don't stray from the the path stay on it mm-hmm. and uh it's it'll it'll pay off i know it will yeah, I'm glad you came on though because uh, I, I was like Joseph. He's also like he makes you know stuff also, and I was like, if anyone can sympathize with him, it'd probably be you. <laughs> His dude's like, I just want this, and fucking guys just want to get high all the time. Damn oh, it! Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny is a lot of my actors are high and drunk when they're filming, and that ends up helping them. I don't uh, know. It's it's strange. Not mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I totally understand though. It can get like, oh fuck, we gotta. This. <laughs> I had to tell them like, can you please wait until we're done filming to fucking take a hit, please? Like, I'll join you just like you're it doesn't help we're all doing a close-up and it looks mm-hmm. like he has pink eye and shit i'm like mm. dude <laughs> you, you weren't like this Someone like in the last scene. you weren't like this in the wide and now in the close-up mm. your eyes are redder than the fucking devil 
Uh, all right. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, all right, everybody, um, go check out Jeffrey. Go look at his stuff. We're going to have everything linked to it. Uh, appreciate everyone listening. We look forward to next week when we take you back to the feature. Bye.